I'm going to be smiling and laughing throughout this whole story, okay? And it is not funny at all. I already was having a hard time, but let's let's throw a little more cortisol into the mix. No, my 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 point was just like, you know, completely lost. I won't lie. <laughs> <laughs> 3 2 and that's what happens every single time. Just kidding. All right. Three, two, one. Oh my God. This is so weird being in person. This is very weird. Yeah. I, hey. I'm, like, I'm not looking at my computer. I know. I I'm, I'm tempted to look at my laptop. Here hey. we are. Yeah. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> this is so weird. Okay. So where do we even start? Like this is a... This is weird. Let me start with the intro. Yeah. Please. Okay. Please. Welcome back to Breakdown to Breakthrough, your tough love podcast where we talk about hard times, healing, and helping others. <laughs> We're in person. We're in person. Like, I'm actually staring at Crystal's face. This is so strange. Normally, it's only on Zoom. Yes. And we just decided to have a little celebration. Yes. This is our last hurrah for the season. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. So today we're doing a recap episode Mm -hmm. of season one, but more than just season one, everything it took to get us here, just reflecting on the season as a whole and what it was like to start a podcast together, to go through all the episodes, like really just taking time to reflect, celebrate, and share all of the ups and downs that happened with Breakdown to Breakthrough. Yeah, there were so many. Mm -hmm. I'm almost like... In a nostalgic way, where we even start, but also when we're looking at how many ups and downs we had, Mm -hmm. I'm like, where the fuck do we start? Yep. I mean, I think we first should probably start with um, all of the Lost episodes. We reference them a lot, but like, that is something that really set us back in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I know we both talked about before this ever was a project that reached anyone's phones, before Mm -hmm. anyone knew what we were doing, Mm -hmm. we already were feeling defeated. Yep. That was, I mean, so so just for context, I think we've kind of briefly explained this before. Yeah, briefly. But um, yeah, we recorded probably four or five episodes, mm-hmm. and it was the very beginning of Breakdown to Breakthrough, going over quite a few topics. Yep. I mean, we were still kind of learning how to have a podcast, yes. how to have that conversation, what conversations to have. Mm-hmm. Um, we had gotten to the point where we were editing them mm-hmm. and then we lost them all. <laughs> they were just, they were gone. Well, and also we felt really good because we, we had a goal of prepping content in advance. We were like, when the breakdown to breakthrough podcast launches, we'll have like a month of episodes yeah. prepped. It was almost two months actually. Yeah. And so we were feeling really pumped up. We were excited. And yeah, like Crystal said, we got to the editing and we were like, oh my God. Yeah. Where did they go? I wish we could pull our text messages and like the yes. conversations from when that yep. happened because there was just a point I remember very vividly. I think it was a couple days after we figured out that this is what happened. And we were like, we need to take a weekend mm-hmm. and just not think about the podcast yep. for a little bit. We yep. need to step away. Um, I know for myself, like, I was so anxious yep. to get on a mic and talk where people are going to be listening. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, like, the thought of having to start all the way over again, yep. re reintegrate myself to that process was terrifying. Yes. Yeah. 
So it yeah. was really defeating, like you said. Mm-hmm. And we had we had opened up a lot about our personal stories, yes. which we didn't like. We opened up a ton this season, but we had one specific episode where we really went from like yeah. childhood up into this point of our lives, and it was like a heavy episode yeah. to record. And there were a lot of episodes where we really opened up, where we really broke down a lot of things, and it was just gone. Yeah. So. I remember we wanted to just like full steam ahead, keep going, but both Mm -hmm. of us were like, you know what? I am just really frustrated, disappointed, upset. And so, yeah, we made the decision to just take a breather, take a break. And we had set this date that the podcast was going Mm -hmm. to be launched by. I don't remember the exact date. We could probably find it in our notes, but I, both of us were like, nobody knows the date. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like we are the only two people that know that the launch by date was this date. Mm -hmm. So nobody's going to know if we launch it a month, two months later. It just sucked. Like it sucked because we were so excited about it. So much work went into it and it, it, I remember thinking like, is this a sign that we're not supposed to do it? I think that was the hardest hurdle for me to get over because Mm -hmm. I'm a signs person. So I was just like, is this a sign that maybe this isn't the right timing? But took a break. Yeah. I remember when we came back after that break and we recorded that episode together, which was it the trailer that we recorded or... Um, I want to say, I think it was the catching up. Uh-huh. We, we recorded the catching up and then the trailer. Yes. Okay. I yeah. Think. No, that makes sense. Okay. I think that's what it was. But I remember specifically when we tried to record the trailer before taking a break, mm-hmm. it was awful. Yeah. Well, and we had that issue, I mean, arguably with, with most of the, the first Lost episodes, it was like we... And you and I have talked about this before. We are really bad about um, expecting, not perfection, but Mm -hmm. we have a certain standard for ourselves Mm -hmm. and we want to see that in our work. Yep. Well, neither of us have done podcasts before. Mm -hmm. And so expecting the level of like, you know, what we've heard from other podcasters who have done it for years, Mm -hmm. there's just no way to replicate that when you're brand new. Um, And yeah, I think... I think it was so, we just would get in our heads. Mm-hmm. I, I can remember for me, every single episode before we would start, I had so much, so, so much nerves. Yes. I was like, we had to, we always say, Hussah. we had to like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like literally, yes. I had to like calm myself down because I was like, I, we would, we would plan so much the episode. We really wanted to follow this certain structure until we really got in the groove of it was when we realized that's not really what works for us. Mm-hmm. And we're really good at just having a conversation. Yep. And it seems like listeners, like you all, also really resonate with that. Yep. Like you, um, you know, we've gotten messages. Like it, it is a genuine conversation and, mm-hmm. and it sounds like that's received on the other end. So yeah. there was a lot of learning in the very beginning, some painful lessons for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think that was something that, I mean, I hate to say like we had to go through it, but. I don't think we would be where we are now without mm-hmm. um, without what we learned from that. You yeah, know? yeah, I agree. Well, and I think it allowed us to work through those points that we were learning in terms of at the beginning through the lost episodes, we were trying to plan out the episode more, have more of a rough outline. Mm, that water bottle just popped. <laughs> more of a rough outline and we learned that that really wasn't the best for us that we just needed to flow through a conversation we 
went through the hurdle of getting on the mic for the first time, Mm -hmm. like feeling what that actually feels like. So where losing all of those episodes and all of that work really sucked, I think it really set us up because after we came back from that break, I remember recording the trailer and being like, oh my God, that was so easy. Yeah. That felt so good. Mm -hmm. Let's do this. Yeah. And we had that conversation, like as soon as it concluded, we were like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. like we've never recorded something like that where it Mm -hmm. came so easy. Yes. So there was a lot of stress involved before we found what worked for us. Yes. And um, I mean, I don't know, ever since, for me at least, it's like, as long as we know what, A, what we're talking about and our, I guess, like point, yep. um, we've done so well yep. just being able to just chill and have that conversation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, unfortunately the start was rocky, but it taught us a lot and here it we are. It taught us a lot. Yeah. One thing I wanted, I'm going to back up even way before our first time recording episodes. So it was probably, you reached out to me, I feel like it was in November Mm -hmm. of, was it 2019 or 2020? It was 2020. Okay, yeah. So November of 2020, you had reached out to me. So I wanted to ask you the question, and I don't know if we've ever even had this conversation Ooh, with each other. Yeah. What brought on the idea of Breakdown to Breakthrough? Because mm-hmm. when you came to me, it was a name, which that hooked me, mm-hmm. and it was a concept, but it wasn't even a podcast at the yeah. time. Like, you just came to me and said, I have this Google Doc that yeah. says Breakdown to Breakthrough and has some a paragraph and some bullet points, but... What was it that inspired Breakdown to Breakthrough for you? Yeah, I mean, well, and when I was really building on that project idea, Mm -hmm. so much of it was I wanted to help people. I wanted to have conversations that I wasn't seeing anywhere, but, you know, I would see it in like someone's Instagram stories Mm -hmm. or I would see it on, um, you know, a snippet in their YouTube channel, like Mm -hmm. on a video or Mm -hmm. something. But I wasn't seeing anything. Uh, yeah, the, the podcast idea was not at all in, in my brain whatsoever. But I, I think I just knew that there was some sort of format that I, I really wanted to explore, being able to have conversations about mental health, about resources for people to to find help if they needed it. And, you know, I feel like a lot of those topics we've reached in, in season one, yeah. but I think we're only going to expand on them more yeah. growing into, into the next seasons. But yeah, I mean, I, I just really, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to, I was talking to you about things, about mm-hmm. social issues, about mental health, about mm-hmm. healing. I was talking to people who would respond on my Instagram stories mm-hmm. and like people in my personal life, you yep. know, it wasn't just online. Right. And everyone was like, yeah, you know, like that's totally, that's totally something that I agree with or, Mm -hmm. or that, you know, there, there was something to build off of there and it just felt like there wasn't a place for it. Right. And in the back of my mind, I was like, this, this is like a project somewhere Mm -hmm. in here. I love projects. And I was like, somewhere in here is something I can get something out of this. I just don't know what. And so I really just like leaned into writing it all down mm-hmm. and getting my thoughts on paper. And I was like, Gabby's the one I need to just like reach out to her mm-hmm. because at that point in time, you and I were talking very regularly, mm-hmm. but it, it was just about, I don't know, random shit, random stuff on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. And, but I knew you had the drive. I knew you were interested in the same things and I knew we got along really well. So I was like, I'll just, I'll just bounce this off of her. Mm-hmm. I want her to be involved in whatever capacity you wanted to be. But yeah, I had no idea what it would grow into, had no idea 
um, you know. Love that for me. Keep going. Does that not just like trigger your flight? I'm like, ah, yes. Anytime I hear my alarms, I'm like. It was telling me to take vitamin D, so it is a useful reminder, but continue. You had no idea that it was going to grow into what it grew into. Yeah, no, and, and, and like I said, you know, initially I think some of the ideas I was throwing around was like, you know, it could be like, um, like a, a YouTube or not a YouTube, uh, Instagram account. Yes. And, um, that could be something that we really build on or I don't know. There was a lot of options, but podcast was not one of them mm-hmm. that I ever even thought about. Mm-hmm. And, um, you were the one that was like, Hey, maybe this would be a great podcast mm-hmm. idea. And I was like, a little mind blown because I was like, <laughs> I yep. guess that's exactly what this mm-hmm. would work on. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's interesting. And the more I thought about it and the more we went back and forth was like, Oh, oh my God. Yeah. A that podcast. is, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. And from there we just like really started working on it. Yeah. I mean, and it's weird to think back to that time. And like, I look at how much work goes into one episode, like yes. producing one episode, getting it out to people, doing all the social content for it. Like, there's a lot that goes on. There's this. a lot of work. And it's stressful, mm-hmm. but it's great. And and it's stressful slash great knowing what we already know. But yes. in that time, we had no idea. No idea. Literally none. And we, we were just using what we found online mm-hmm. and doing our best to replicate that in a way that suited us. Mm-hmm. And I just think about, like, how crazy is it that we we made this happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, really like sitting down and appreciating it is wild that, wild. that we, we made it work despite mm-hmm. all of the shit we ran into in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And despite the fact that, I mean, for all the podcasts we've listened to in the whole world, you know, like never would have thought, I mean, I, I maybe you thought you were going to be a podcaster. I never thought no. that yep. this would be something I would do. So, and, and I've loved every second of it. Yep. And, and we had this conversation not too long ago, nearing the end of the season has been a lot of work. You know, we have our own yes. personal lives on yeah. top of everything. Yeah. So nearing the end of it is like, what a mountain. Like, I mean, we really, really fucking did something. Yep. And I think I can speak for both of us on this when I say like having the audience that we have mm-hmm. and like people engaging with this. I mean, we get... People will send us um, messages on Instagram, just like videos of them talking about episodes that we did and like their thoughts on it. Mm -hmm. And it's incredible. Yes. I mean, that's the type of stuff that I get like emotional about because it's like the the conversations we have here. Obviously, we love talking to each other Mm -hmm. and we're like great friends, but there's like a bigger goal there to like reach other people. Yes. And it really feels like we've been doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I know it makes me emotional (laughs) listening to you talk about it, but there's a lot to pinpoint in what you just said. First things first, I hope that this episode specifically can serve as an inspiration and a tool for other people Mm -hmm. that have projects in their mind that want to put it out there or want to do something. You mentioned the fact that you sat down and you wrote everything out for Mm -hmm. breakdown, breakdown to breakthrough. And that document served as the starting point for you and I working through and coming to a podcast. So there is huge benefit to sitting down and writing out everything that comes to your mind about the thing that you want to do, Mm -hmm. even when you don't know what it 
could potentially turn into. Yeah. Because like you said, at the time, you had no idea that it was going to turn into a podcast. Yeah. And I look into everything that I've done and you've done, even outside of the podcast, starting businesses, creating products, whatever it may be, showing up online, all of that started from an idea and kind of just moving forward with it. Yeah. And I want to emphasize the fact that we had no idea what we were doing in the Not beginning at all. At all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I had two friends that had done podcasts. Mm-hmm. I reached out to them and I said, I didn't even know what questions to ask. I was just kind of like, how did you start? Like, yeah. what do you use? And then they would mention things like hosting platforms and all of these things that we had no idea about. We probably spent close to, I don't know, two months just researching yeah. what a podcast was and what you needed to create a podcast. Yeah. So big, big, big props to you for sitting down and putting it on paper and being like, this is something that I think could be a huge resource to other people. And I think that that's one of the most rewarding parts of this season so far has been hearing from other people because it's been healing for me to be on the mic with you and talk through some of the things because our episodes are pretty reflective of what we're currently going through. I would say for the most part, we're not just picking random topics. There are things that we really deeply relate to. So it's been healing to have conversations with you, Mm -hmm. but to hear from other people that it creates healing in their lives is crazy. Like it's wild that we are vessels to that for other people. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that Breakdown to Breakthrough has been like a vehicle for that is crazy. Like when you actually take a step back to think about that, we're just two people that are sitting in random rooms where we live and <laughs> hopping on Zoom and talking on mics that we got off of like Amazon and Best mm-hmm. Buy. And yeah, we're just putting out all of the things out there. So if you're a person, if you're a listener that has a project of any capacity, write that shit down. Yeah. Write all of the details that are in your brain, put them on paper, even the ones that feel silly or dumb or whatever. Yeah. Just put it all down on paper because that is the first step towards whatever your project may turn into. Yeah. Yeah. And even if, I mean, in my case, like had no idea the end result, didn't even know if there was an end result, you Mm -hmm. know, like it was kind of just like a, I really like this thing and I think there's something here, but who knows what, right. Give yourself a chance, Mm -hmm. give the, the possibility that you may work with other people, give them a chance, Yes, you know, because you never know what it'll turn into. Right. And that goes for a creative endeavor that goes for a work endeavor, like take, take the time to really understand your thoughts and like your ideas on an issue or whatever, uh, an idea Mm -hmm. and lean into that. And don't be afraid of having no end goal. And don't be afraid of like the possibility that it may never actually happen because you don't know that if you have some idea, you write it down and six years from now, you didn't ever invest in it, but now you're kind of like, oh, maybe now's the time. That's mm-hmm. a great idea. Like, mm-hmm. like allow yourself to to be invested in your ideas. Yep. I think that is something that, I mean, even on a on a episode to episode basis, we're kind of we've really leaned into because yeah. I know we've gotten the question before, like, how do you all come up with the episode ideas? Yes. And a lot of it, like you said, is is it has to do with what we're going through, what mm-hmm. we hear from other people that they're going through, mm-hmm. and. Um, we don't always know exactly like, I don't know. There's been some episodes where like, we're just living in our experience Mm -hmm. and the advice that we give is only from our perspectives. And so we don't always have the answers. In Mm -hmm. fact, I feel like most times we don't. Yes. 
Um, but that's okay too. Like mm-hmm. we just, we have really leaned into this like idea of like, okay, well let's share what we have. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I'm with you. I think, I think if you have an idea, lean into it and don't be afraid of no end result or having an end result that you don't necessarily understand yet. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Were you scared to share your idea with me when you reached out? Oh, I was terrified. <laughs> I was terrified because, because we, we had, I mean, I don't think, no. Okay. So at that point I was just getting into online work, Mm -hmm. um, like really leaning into the VA space that I'm in now. Yes. And I don't think we really had had a lot of work experience Mm -mm. together, if any, like we, so that was really my only fear was I was like, well, a, I don't know if you'd even be interested in this idea in the first place. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, there was no end result in mind. So I was like, I'm kind of pitching this like aimless thing. Yep. So that's not super helpful. But I was like, this is a lot of work and I'm asking you to take on work. Mm-hmm. And at the time, there was a lot happening in your personal life. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's always a lot happening in everybody's right. personal life. Right. But I was like, I don't know if this is something that you'd even be down for. Mm-hmm. But... I really believed in this idea and I believed in you and I really wanted to work with you. I mm-hmm. mean, we like, I think we work really well together. Yes. We always say this, but I, and I, I, I kind of had a feeling that we would, mm-hmm. I just wanted to find out. And I was like, let's just, I'm just going to do this. Yep. So I made some like <laughs> graphics on Canva. Yes. Yep. I really leaned into this document and made this whole pitch mm-hmm. and yeah, there. I mean, I've told you this before, but like, there was no one else I had in mind. Yep. I was just like nervous because it's like any idea. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never pitched anything, so I'm like, I just here's my idea. I did here's this thing. thing. What is, can you help me figure out what to do mm-hmm. with it? Like, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, absolutely terrified. I'm curious though. Like, what was your? You've told me your initial thoughts. Yeah. But that was at a time when. Again, we hadn't worked together very mm-hmm. much. We were definitely not as close as we are now. No. So what were your like genuine initial thoughts when I was like, hey, here's this random here's idea? Here's my thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, when you first reached out to me, I didn't know that it was a pitch for a collaborative effort. Ah. I, oh, that's right. You've told me. Yes. Okay. I thought you were just sharing a document with me and saying like, this is a thing that I'm interested in creating. And so I immediately responded something to the extent of like, oh my God, I love this. Like I put like some notes on the document and I was like full steam ahead, like do it. I love this. And that's just the type of person I am. And then you responded and you were like, well, like I would love to do this together. Yeah. And I remember my initial like internal response was fear for sure. Mm -hmm. Like I was scared because I didn't know what type of workload it required. Mm -hmm. I really didn't know what it was going to be, which is we've elaborated on that a lot. So at first I was definitely scared because I was like, Like you said, there's a lot of unknown. How will Crystal and I work together? We obviously talked all the time, both through Instagram mostly, about life things and just life in general. Mm -hmm. And that we really jived well when we did that. But we had never really been in, not high pressure, but in a working relationship where we were expected to produce. Yeah, And a lot changes when you are in that type of relationship. Yeah. So two things. One, I was scared because I didn't know what kind of workload it would require. And two, because I didn't want to ruin the 
relationship that we had in terms of like you felt like a safe space to me where I could talk about life where it was always really validating it always felt like a sigh of relief when we were able to just connect about you know all the shit that is life sometimes so I'd say those were my two initial fears was one the workload and Mm -hmm. two how will this change our relationship and I can confidently say at the end of the season that it only strengthened our relationship Mm -hmm. and it has been like a huge honor to work Mm -hmm. together I agree yeah and we talk all the time like we're even trying to figure out outside of the podcast, like, is there a way for us to work professionally together Mm -hmm. in our client work? And so we have learned and maybe got really lucky that we complement each other really well from a work perspective. So yeah, I mean, it's just, it's crazy how it started. And I also think we haven't had the opportunity this season to really explain how we met and how long we've known each other. Yeah. Cause that I has think not in the lost episode though. Yes. It yeah. was in the lost episode. Cause we broke down a lot. Like we got mm-hmm. real specific about yeah. elementary school and like <laughs> a whole lot of random stuff. So Crystal and I have actually known each other. I moved into the elementary school district, uh, mid second grade, but yeah, so we met in elementary school to set the scene mm-hmm. and we have gone to elementary school together, middle school together, high school together. We've always been like, we've always crossed paths. Yeah. We've always been, I'd say friends yeah. for the most part. I think part. it was more acquaintances because it was like, yeah. we were friendly, but like the extent of our relationship was the classes we had mm-hmm, together mm-hmm. and freshman year we had volleyball together. Yes. We oh yeah. Volleyball, volleyball team. Mm-hmm. And that was like, I can remember really being friends in volleyball Mm -hmm. but also when you're a freshman in high school there's so much shit happening that like if if your circle of friends is not you know like there's there's always different pools of friends Mm -hmm. that you have Mm -hmm. and so we didn't really hang out outside of school um, if it didn't involve volleyball right when I didn't make the team my junior year I went and ran cross country and oh, you so we, ran, yeah, ran cross-country, cross maybe, but I wasn't super, like, into cross-country. I just did it to stay active. Yeah, because I did cross-country um, my sophomore and junior year. Mm-hmm. I don't remember this. Yeah, so that could be, like, a weird... But then the other thing that we did, we <laughs> talked about this in the last episode. We have a great mutual friend, Faith, who will likely uh, at some point be on the podcast. Yes. Faith was an awesome just person in high school and in general, but I just remember really looking up to her in high school. And she started, was like the trailblazer of the Equality Alliance Mm -hmm. in high school, which was this group that was really normalizing. I don't, how would you describe it? You would probably be better at describing it. Um, I think it was just an effort to, I say just, it was an effort to um, open conversations about, um, there was a lot of like, LGBTQ, like queer advocacy Mm -hmm. in the public school space. And um, I mean, yeah, it, it it was a lot of like, we did things about reframing how people talk about people with um, disabilities. Mm -hmm. And it was really just an effort to be more inclusive and like understanding people who do not look like you, who don't act like you, who live completely different lives. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think there was a lot that fell into what we did in that group, but um, But yeah, keep going. We met regularly in the Equality Mm -hmm. Alliance, which was an after-school program. It wasn't. Yeah, it was a club. There we go. That's a good. There. It was club. So we were a part of the founders of Equality Alliance, and that was a way that even after volleyball, we stayed in contact. 
we both went our separate ways after high school Mm -hmm. and both of us started opening up on Instagram and sharing more just about life in general and that's how we reconnected so I think a lot of people may listen and think that we're two strangers that met on the internet through Instagram not at all (laughs) that is not the case we have known each other for decades which is crazy to think about it really is it's wild I mean and we we also we've had quite a few classes together mm-hmm. I mean I can remember we had public speaking class together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I won't shout her out but there was a girl <laughs> in there that we were friends with who still to this day I think is just like one of the funniest people I've ever met yes but it was like the three of us yes, in that class, yes, yes yes always getting in trouble for talking mm-hmm. and um obviously I maybe maybe I don't know I don't know how obvious this is, but for me, I was horrible at public speaking. (laughs) I can remember my speeches. I was dripping in sweat. Like, the same way that when I got on the mic the first time with podcasts, I was like, what the hell am I doing? Um, And Gabby killed it. Obviously, she's like, (laughs) you're very much into the public speaking space. You're you're really good at that. Um, And even then, I can remember, like, I I used to think, I was like, she's such a badass at this. But I'm like, that is not my vibe at all. And even... Even then, we were, like, very different. Yes. And got along so well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, we've known each other a long time. We've, we, in a really weird way, have been teammates in different yes. projects mm-hmm. for many years. Yes. And it just so happened that, like, down the line, we were like, oh, I guess we're I guess we're, guess we're going to co-host. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Epiphany moment when you said teammates. Because, yeah, we really have been teammates in very different ways for years and years and years and years that's so weird that is really weird I I'd like to think that um all of that has really primed us I mean because why out of anyone else Mm -hmm. because I do I, I do talk to um a handful of other people who like I get along with on on issues that we talk a lot about right um, is that, did I just like weirdly define friends? I have friends. <laughs> I have that friends. Was, like, really but, um, but no, I mean, I, but I've never really like outside of high school thought about working in any sort of capacity with anyone else mm-hmm. but you. Mm-hmm. And it never felt like I was working on a project with a stranger. Yep. Even though like when we, when we first really set into doing the podcast, we hadn't hung out. No. Um, ever no you know like you've been in the same space within five years six years yeah I mean if not more so it was like a very weird thing that never felt weird weird. no it really (laughs) yeah like when you break it down it is super bizarre Mm -hmm. like very weird but like you said it was never weird like it was just natural and it flowed and it's been a great partnership working wise and friendship wise yeah Before we got on the mic, Crystal and I were just chatting, and I was saying that I'm really looking forward to a break Mm. from the podcast. Mm -hmm. I told her that it reminds me of winter break. Like, when you're sitting in school, it's like the last few weeks before winter break. You're, like, really anxious for it to be over, and you're Mm -hmm. just like, I just want to get this over with. So I want to touch on the fact that the podcast has been amazing. Like, Mm -hmm. truly, no fronting whatsoever. It has been so fulfilling, so rewarding. It has been amazing to work on but I'm ready for a break. And the past two weeks specifically have really been a push, like at the end of the season to get it done with energy, with, you know, still enjoying it. But I think a lot of times we don't touch on the fact that you can love something and really enjoy doing it, but you still 
need a break from it. Like there's a lot of output and there's a lot of work that relates to the podcast. And especially through this holiday season, I'm really just looking forward to just like exhaling. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where there really is sometimes um, a curtain up when Mm -hmm. with with productions, whether Mm -hmm. that's, um, you know, like a full scale event or like an online Mm-hmm. Service. It's not a service, but like an online thing that you're doing. Yeah. Um, and I think prior to us really starting this, we didn't realize there was a curtain there. Yes. And it sounds so simple, right? Yep. Like you hop on the mic, you make a voice recording, you drop in a little intro in the beginning and set it free on Spotify. But mm-hmm. it's really not that at all. Mm-mm. And even our shortest episodes to edit still take, I mean, for me, it's like, at least an hour to to really sit through. And that's not even listening to it all the way through again and like analyzing it and making sure it's, it's the standard that we like it to be at. Right. Um, And it really has been so much fun. And I I totally agree. That's something that we have loved so much. Mm -hmm. I I really like genuinely, this has been so much fun, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it's so hard to, um, to try and do a million things at once. Yes. And we're definitely excited for season two. Like that's so excited. We're, I think that's the benefit of the break, right? Mm-hmm. We get to um, re-energize and be ready yep. for a whole bunch of whatever's to come in season two. And, mm-hmm. and towards the end of it, it's like we have, if we look back from, you know, the day that I sent you that document mm-hmm. to now, if we're just looking at the podcast, yeah, there's, you know, been a lot happening, but like it's manageable. But yep. then we look at like everything that's happened in our yeah. personal lives yep. and between work, between family, between just like everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, that has been so much Yeah. and we are whole people in every project we approach yep. and we're coming into it with whether we like it or not, the baggage from yep. other areas of our lives. Right. And as much as we love the podcast, it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's so exhausting to invest so many hours a week. Yep. And, um, and that's, you know, a labor of love always. Yes. And we, I think we have done a really good job also of like paying attention to when it's not a labor of love, when yes. it's just labor. Mm-hmm. And that's when nine times out of 10, we don't have an episode that week. Yep. When it's like, that's too much work for us. Mm-hmm. And it's not worth it because a, we're going to be miserable the whole time we're recording. Yep. And then we're going to be miserable the whole time we're editing and like building all of the production for it. Mm-hmm. And then when it drops, it's not going to be what we want it to be. Right. And yeah, I think, I think we have really stood by what we said in the beginning of the season, which was giving ourselves grace yes. in this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And giving ourselves grace is, is taking a break, mm-hmm. recharging, planning some ideas, some really cool shit for season two and just getting ready for it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I hope that us taking, cause it's probably going to be close to three months, yeah. like a, a three month break of you not seeing forward facing content right. because you and I are going to be doing a lot of planning and a lot of stuff for season two, mm-hmm. but it's not the producing for the public, so to speak, or producing for listeners, yeah. for you that are listening, person listening. Hey, what's up? <laughs> hey, checking in. So yeah, we're taking a break from the forward facing content, but very much so there will be stuff happening 
happening in the background, but Mm -hmm. I hope it serves as us walking the walk and not Mm -hmm. just talking the talk because I think it's really important to take intentional breaks. We have an episode about rest. We have an episode about boundaries. And like you said, when you look back on you sending me the document to now, just from a podcast perspective, it's mind blowing. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you look at personal life and it's like, I lost my mom in July. Like there's been so much that's happened since then. Mm -hmm. And I remember when she passed, we, before she passed, like months before she passed, we had talked about if slash when that happens, what are we going to do to honor that space? And it's like, there's not really much you can do to plan that, but I wasn't sure how I was going to react. And honestly, I didn't think my mom was going to pass during season one, like before Mm -hmm. it was ending. So when she did pass, I didn't think that I was going to want to continue the podcast for a while. Yeah. You picked up and did the episode with Mel from STL. Great episode. Listen to it if you haven't yet. Good episode. But that was sort of my break. Mm -hmm. And then immediately, I really wanted to do an episode about my mom. So I got on the mic with my dad in loving memory of my mom, Mm -hmm. which is on the pod as well. Mm -hmm. You know, it'll be on show notes. Yes. Yeah. Um. And I kind of just had this desire to continue doing the podcast Mm -hmm. and I didn't think it was going to be there, but I think that's a testament to the fact that even though, you know, I won't say that life has been burning down, but it's been really hard. Like since my mom passed has been a very hard personal experience to work through. And I think a lot of people see me still producing and are Mm -hmm. like, how is she doing that? You know, like how did my mom pass? And then I just continued to do it. Well, Mm -hmm. The podcast, like I said, has just been such a healing tool for me Mm -hmm. and has also been really fulfilling to see other people healing or just finding, you know, 1% of whatever they need in our episodes. So yeah, there's a lot to reflect on in terms of the podcast and there's a lot to reflect on in terms of life. Like the fact that we made this happen through everything that was happening outside of the podcast that nobody has any idea what's happening is like major. Huge. Huge. And I think there's this huge importance to like actually take a step back and celebrate Mm -hmm. and really just bask in all that we accomplished this season. Yeah, it's been... Uh, probably one of the wildest rides I've ever been on. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's definitely no, um, there's no boredom mm-hmm. when you decide to no. start a podcast. It's never dull. Um, and even when it is boring, there's something on fire in the background. You just don't know it yet. Yes. Yep. Um, but something I want to touch on though that you brought up is right. Yeah. Those, those couple of months before your mom passed that we really were like having the conversation of like, okay, so I, and my goal was to give you as much space as you needed Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. yeah, I also didn't know like what, um, what the vibe was going to be if you were going to be interested in still recording. So it was like, I knew that you cared about the podcast and that eventually you'd want to come back Mm -hmm, for sure. mm -hmm. Cause that's the conversation we had had. And so I wanted to, um, make sure that like there was still stuff happening, that there was still something to come back to, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. um, and of course you were always supportive. You were like, like, of course we should keep going with it, whatever. But yeah, that was, that was one of those moments where it was like, how, I, how I had to learn how to support you in that. Not, yeah. not like, um, I really did all that much right. because all, you all did it, do a lot, but I mean, but it was, it was mostly like what we had already been doing. It right. was just trying to find a way to do that without you because ultimately like breakdown to breakthrough is 50% you and 50% me. Right. And I wanted to find a way to still make that work and give you the space to do whatever it was that you felt called to do in that moment. Right. So 
that was that was a really tricky period and I think um I I was both hesitant and and excited when mm-hmm. you were so ready to jump on the mic because mm-hmm. I think excited because I was like hell yeah oh my yep. gosh yep. there's like been no downtime but here yep. we are like mm-hmm. Let's, mm-hmm. I guess we're doing it but but the hesitancy was also uh, because I have walked a similar path mm-hmm. as you mm-hmm. and in my experience, I wasn't, I mean, when I lost my dad, I wasn't even ready to talk about how he had passed. Yep. Or, or not how he had passed, but like that he passed. Right. For probably six months yep. until after the fact. So having been through something similar, I was like, I don't want you to feel, A, like you have to be on the mic. Mm-hmm. And also didn't want you to hop on before you were ready, thinking that you were ready. Right. Um, and... When you and your dad did that episode, that was, I can remember because I was going to Chicago when I did the final listen before, Mm -hmm. before the episode dropped and I'm just like bawling my eyes (laughs) out, of course, because that was such, um, that was one of those episodes, A, we need to have your dad back on the podcast. Definitely. Um, Yeah. Probably something that's like, I don't know, he, he's like a parent, so he's got plenty of knowledge to share and, um, Obviously, listeners vibed really well with him, but I think that's one of those episodes that just was as as painful as it was. I mm-hmm. know for you for you both, it was so raw and so human, and I know it offered so many people right. a lot of healing right. and a space to to hear you and learn from that. Yeah, um, and so I it was just incredible to see as as like someone who works on you with this project it's just like I was like well shit that was crazy (laughs) you're like here we are and and ever since you know you were really I mean you took breaks when you needed to but ultimately you were ready to come back and be a boss bitch about it and it was awesome (laughs) yeah okay so now I'm curious having said all of that obviously that was a really important episode and one that um it was our most listened to episode this Mm -hmm. season Mm -hmm. I'm curious though, now I'm going to use this word, so bear with me, but like out of all the episodes we did, which one was your favorite? I was going to ask. Favorite as in like most meaningful, whatever category you wanted to Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you this question too. So I wish I would have reviewed, you know what? I have my phone right here. Let me, I need to take a look at Spotify because I need them like right in front of my face to really pick. Um, So I'll say that every single episode has been special and unique in its own way. Obviously, the episode I did with my dad is one that is really near and dear to my heart, but I would, it's so hard because like, that's one of my favorites. But like you said, it was so painful to record that I wouldn't say that it's my favorite episode. And also just like the content of it, like it's, it's just not my favorite, Yeah, of course. (laughs) but it's a very meaningful episode. I'm taking a look at our episodes. I think that's also that episode is one that is really important to have for you both to look back on yes Mm -hmm. you know to to remember where you were in that space Mm -hmm. and yeah as painful as I'm sure it was and as obviously not an episode you'd ever want to record yeah being able to look back and see like the the ability that love has to hold you in moments like that is is so real and I think hard to um it's like really easy to forget mm-hmm. when life gets really good. Yes. And it's like, oh, love is easy. Love is, yep. But it's like, there's a lot more involved in that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so, so sorry. I'm going on a tangent because I no. love that episode no. so much. No, no, I'm glad. Um, 
So I just like took a look. Yeah. I would say that my favorite episode is the guilt and shame episode. Mm. There's a lot of episodes that I love, but I really liked that conversation because guilt and shame are such emos- emotions that I feel often, especially mm-hmm. through the grieving process when you're comparing and all of the things. So I really liked that one. And I felt like that was an episode that anybody could relate to. Yeah. Although I would argue that most people could relate to every single one of our episodes, but I really enjoyed the guilt and shame episode. And I remember feeling like that flowed really naturally and was so easy to talk about. Mm-hmm. I will also say that I am really happy that we did many episodes before the season was over. Yeah. I know that was hard for us to do, mm-hmm. especially you. Yeah. <laughs> because, okay, let, let's just take a step back. You mentioned that public speaking is just something that I I am, you know, kind of talented at doing. Yeah, 100% you are. And I have always felt like my gift, so to speak, has been written and spoken speech. Like, I really enjoy talking. Mm-hmm. So my mini episode was easy for me sure. because I just, I, I can never stop talking. Like, that is very natural <laughs> to me. So I really enjoyed that. But I loved that we kept our promise to have varied, variability in our episodes mm-hmm. to keep it interesting. Um, and I know that was hard for you. So hard. I don't know that we've talked about that. <laughs> we haven't. Do you want to talk I about it? Stuck a curtain up on that. One. <laughs> no, I mean, yes, I I will because um, I I hated recording an mm-hmm. episode alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the content. Something that um, you know, consuming media with triggers is something I go through every single day. Yes. No matter what the day, no matter what I'm doing, that's something I have to navigate. So talking about it was really important to me, but. Yes, like you said, I have always struggled with public speaking mm-hmm. and I very deeply knew that the podcast was rooted in our conversations. Mm-hmm. And so it, at the start of the season, while we had talked about many episodes, I didn't walk myself through what that would actually look like. Right. And I hadn't thought that like, oh, I would have to get on the mic by myself. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that I did it. Yes. And I think it was a great episode. I, um, but yeah, it definitely was really challenging because I was so self-critical, mm-hmm. but I also was like very, um, it's almost like I was insecure for myself, not yes. because of what I thought other people were going to judge me for right. or whatever. It was like, I'm insecure because I don't like this mm-hmm. about what I said mm-hmm. or the way that I, and, and just to emphasize how, how painstaking this episode was for me to record and I don't know that I told you this but I recorded probably four hours off and on between two days of of voice memos trying to get to a point Mm -hmm. where I could make this work for Mm -hmm. myself and your episode ended up being 25 minutes was that what it was just so people understand yeah you went through four hours of recording Mm -hmm. and you didn't feel the greatest while recording it because you were in the headspace of like okay nitpicking everything you were doing for a 25 minute episode Mm -hmm. I just want to emphasize that (laughs) it was it was awful Mm -hmm. um and i don't think you could ever notice that in the episode because i i'm did i edit that one i think i edited that one yeah you edited your own yeah Mm -hmm. and and i think the goal was to make sure that that wasn't apparent because i i again i care about that content i care about the the podcast too much Mm -hmm. to make it seem like it's this giant burden right in big picture it's not but that episode was so fucking hard for me to do yep um and it's not, I, I don't want to say it's like the last solo episode I'll do. I, I think it taught me a lot about like 
while I'm very comfortable in my skin around other people, I'm still the person that I'm like trying to get myself to this standard and I to a weird arbitrary standard that I hold myself to for mm-hmm. no reason whatsoever mm-hmm. expect, except that I just expect that of myself. Right. So yeah, that was, that was not great, but, um, but I don't regret it, yep. you know, and I, and the episode was so good. I loved the episode. I, I know, know you, you do. I'm like, I know you did it. You're like, mm, agree to disagree. I, I think the the message was really good. Yeah. And I'm glad we did that because right. I got a lot of response from other people who were like, I didn't know that other people were dealing with this. Yes. And and that was the goal, right? Mm-hmm. The end goal was to like voice, like maybe you don't have PTSD. Maybe, you know, you're, you don't really think you've ever had trauma. That's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you see everything on TV and have no issues or, or, or you go on Instagram and never see something that upsets you. Right. right? So, um, the, the big picture of the episode was awesome. I'm, I'm so glad we did it. I'm so glad I did it. Pat on the back, Crystal. Pat on um, the back, Crystal. But yeah, it was not easy. No. And, and that's, yeah, I'll yank the curtain back on that one. Um, not my favorite episode by any means, um, I just, you know, again, just like with the lost episodes, it, it was a learning process mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. All things that listeners would not know unless mm-hmm. we told them though. Yeah. So I am really proud of you for this season and I'm, there's a bunch of things. I know we could do an episode just over like the things that we're proud of each other from, yeah, from know, the right? season <laughs> and the duration and we won't spend a ton of time, but no, I think both of us, I think it's important to reflect on the fact that both of us have been very honest, mm-hmm. very vulnerable, very courageous, so to speak, yeah. both on and off the mic. Yeah. So we've been very direct with each other about where we're at, about what we're navigating, if we're feeling emo, if we're feeling tapped out, yeah. like whatever it is, we've been really good off the mic Yeah. in cultivating a really healthy working and personal relationship. Yeah. Um. I do want to wrap back real quick because we were talking about you supporting me through that period of life when my mom passed and getting back to the podcast. I just want to emphasize that if there's anybody navigating similar situations as us and they are only hearing episodes on a weekly basis, I hope, and I've said this on Instagram too, that you don't compare yourself to the output that we're putting Mm -hmm. out on the podcast. There is so much that's happening in the background there are breakdown to breakthrough Mm -hmm. moments all the time happening all the time and you cannot listen to I don't know it's going to be 16 17 episodes by the time we're done Mm -hmm. that is not an accurate picture of everything that's happening in the background so I want you listener to get something from every single episode you listen to whichever ones you choose to listen to but remember that we are whole humans yeah you don't know everything that's happening in our lives just from listening to the episodes and so try your best not to compare to us for sure and to just take away the good parts that you can from the podcast as a whole yeah yeah and as much as um we really want to be the ones to pull back that curtain and mm-hmm. show it, there. Sometimes it's just like, we can't, no. there's just not a way yeah. for us to, to emphasize how much shit happens. Right. That you guys don't see, right. You all don't see. Um, and yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Like there's, I think there's something for everybody in every single episode. And, um, we are just two imperfect people st- still mm-hmm. learning how to podcast. Yeah. Still trying to figure stuff out. There's plenty. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, there will always be things we don't know. Right. Plenty of episodes where you're going to hear a shitty audio. Mm-hmm. Like we 
again, we cannot set perfection as our goal. No. Um, because we'll fail every time. Yep. And ultimately, we cared more about getting the information, mm-hmm. the experience, all of the conversation out mm-hmm. more than we cared about having, you know, this super crisp audio every single yes. week or mm-hmm. having these flawless graphics to go on our Instagram. Like mm-hmm. we, I think is, it's just one of those things that you have to meet yourself where you're at. Yep. And sometimes you're at your fiance's family's house <laughs> and the fridge kicks on <laughs> in the season finale and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I think we really like it, all all of the noise in the background. We've never gotten one comment about it. No. And maybe they're just like listeners are just silently suffering. Yeah. Maybe. I'm sorry. sorry. If that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> but but ultimately, like, I think that ties right back to what we were saying in the beginning, where like if if you have an idea mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't really have the perfect circumstances. I don't have a podcast booth to record in every single week. Well, neither do we. Nope. And we're making it happen. Yep. And if if there's not the perfect circumstances for you, make a, a circumstance that works for you. Yeah, yeah. I always come back to you got to start somewhere to get somewhere. Amen. You have to start with suck, which comes from someone. I can't remember. But you have to start with the sucky parts, mm-hmm. not knowing, being a newbie, being an amateur, not having the perfect setup. Because eventually it will lead you to whatever the end goal or the continuous goal may be and in season two hopefully you hear a ton of improvements for from us from the podcast you'll Mm -hmm. hear new different things that we're going to be working on between now and then yeah but progress over perfection i just i just plugged in three cliches in like less than 45 seconds yeah hell yeah i love alliteration but we, like you said, have not been as focused on being perfect or having perfect episodes. I mean, you can go back and listen to several episodes that we were like, you know what? This isn't the greatest audio quality, but the message is there. And yeah. I feel like that's always what we came back to with your solo episode as well. I feel like one of the real driving factors between or that allowed you to push through the uncomfort of that episode was this message is needed and someone, at least one person will benefit from this or this is information I would have benefited from Mm -hmm. way back when, when I was figuring this out myself. So we've always wrapped back to if there's an episode that doesn't meet our standards in terms of quality, is it getting across an important message that we feel like somebody needs to hear? Yeah. Nine times out of 10, I would say 10 times out of 10, actually, it's always come back to that. And we've been like, you know what? The message is there. It's not perfect. Push it out. Yeah. And and it's worked this far. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> and for two perfectionists, that's huge. That's really true. That, that really is, is huge. Yeah. Have you noticed, um, I know we're going longer than usual, but I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it too. It's yeah. a little bit longer Let's than just episode. Keep we're rolling. all celebrating. Yeah. Um, have, you, have you noticed um, anything that we've worked on in the podcast bleed into your like other areas of your life? Like whether that's working on the podcast specifically or conversations we've had in episodes like has any of that shown itself in other areas 100 percent. yeah I've thought about this a lot so I have set and become a lot better at boundaries through working on the podcast Mm. with you which is weird because I've added workload to my plate during a hard personal endeavor time of my life Mm -hmm. but boundaries I've gotten a lot better at setting I would say respecting 
myself and being more introspective, which I didn't think was possible because I am so introspective already. But the podcast has made me more aware of myself and where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And overall, I think just giving me more confidence in general Mm -hmm. about speaking and sharing online. I'll say the one biggest thing that has changed for me in terms of content creation before I was struggling to show up consistently online Mm. with the podcast I've gotten into a regimen of being used to okay we record and then we edit and then we post social content and I've gotten better about being consistent which has bled into my personal content for about two months now I post Tuesday Thursday Friday typically two to three posts a week on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I try to show up on stories, but it has allowed me to become more consistent with other things that I'm working on. But in general, I think being open and vulnerable and honest has bled into my personal relationships from the podcast. So what I've fostered here in conversation with you has allowed me to do the same with other people in the background in my personal life. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I think that's, it's it's weird too because- it seems so oddly specific, like having a podcast Mm -hmm. and, um, it almost feels like what else could this apply to? Yes. Yes. We're talking about like really overarching things about, you know, mental health Mm -hmm. and, and, um, just like quality of life Mm -hmm. things, but it's also kind of like, don't you already have those conversations with your friends and your family? Like how else would this apply? But I agree. I think there's been weird facets of my life where I'm like, why do I feel more comfortable doing this? Because like a year ago, I would not feel this way. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel that way about public speaking, honestly. Like for all the shit we just talked on that episode, like (laughs) I really do, I notice, you know, when I hop on client calls, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm fine. Yes. I, which was not a thing before. Um, I'm able to like communicate to other people more about the creative shit that I do. Mm -hmm. Because in the past it was like, I don't really, A, I don't have like, quote-unquote professional experience yes. doing that um I I just was always like oh it's whatever like I didn't want to talk I was embarrassed mm-hmm. to talk about anything I did that was creative yep and coming online and showing up as a team being able to interact with listeners and really just kicking ass yes. like really hauling ass to like show up in this way yep has put me in a point where I'm like this is what I do. Like mm-hmm. I do this for a living now, genu- yep. like yep. genuinely. So I, I think, yeah, the confidence it's given me and, you know, I think it also has really emphasized for me the need to, um, be introspective, like you said, but in a way that, um, I don't isolate myself so much. Yeah. I'm yep. very good at getting in my own head, uh, especially when it comes to like my mental illness, where I'm like, very few people have to deal what I deal with Mm -hmm. and there's like no way anyone could understand this Mm -hmm. when in all reality you don't have to have PTSD to understand what anxiety is like Mm -hmm. I mean it is an anxiety disorder after Mm -hmm. all and there's a lot of areas of that where I have had to recognize I'm not alone in that Mm -hmm. and and as much as that little voice in the back of my head is like sis you you are whatever you no one will ever understand this pain yep I have been a hundred percent proven wrong with Mm -hmm. this project Mm -hmm. and people have been so I mean on on all accounts like almost every episode we get people are like this was this really resonated with Mm -hmm. me this was um you know this part of this really stuck out for me and it really meant a lot and 
Um, that's something that I never would have expected yep. from the podcast. Yep. I, I always thought, like you said, I thought I was pretty introspective. Um, I thought I was pretty good at silencing that voice mm-hmm. and it really made me pay attention to like yeah. where my, my downsides were, where I needed work and, um, yeah, and how much I wasn't actually alone in yeah. the things I thought I was. Yeah. I think overall, just the confidence that it has brought the both of us mm-hmm. is apparent to me. And it's just awesome that the podcast has been able to create that type of confidence in all facets facets of life for us. Yeah. I think it would be sad for us not to mention the listeners and how mm. influential and how supportive and how amazing all of you have been. Yeah. Whether you're leaving a review on Apple Podcasts yes. or you're following us on Instagram or you're sending us messages personally or you're just listening and you're not engaging anywhere else, but we see your listens on the back end. You have not to say that we're looking for external validation, but we are Mm. (laughs) at the same time. You know what I I mean? mean, Like to be honest, we want to hear that this is resonating. Right. Right. And if we were, if we were doing the podcast and we weren't getting listens and we weren't getting encouragement, we probably wouldn't be as pumped up to continue on because we do want it to resonate with people and we do want it to fill a gap that we feel like was there. Yeah. So you person listening right Mm -hmm. now, human listening, whole human that's going through your own life things, for you to take out an hour a week or whenever you listen to our podcast, whether it's one episode, every single episode we've posted, whatever it is, thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you. Because you have encouraged us so much through this season and will continue to. Thank you for sharing it with people that you think that would resonate with it. Just thank you for being here because you've really allowed us to not only grow on the podcast, but grow as humans ourselves. Yeah, and I think it's really easy to be like, well, I just, I'm just listening mm-hmm. to this episode mm-hmm. I just found on Spotify, whatever. Um, and sure, maybe that seems really simple to you, but as creators, that's how other people find it. Yeah. And so in a weird way, you're kind of making it more available to people who may need it just as much, if not more. Right. And you're also allowing us to understand, okay, what... What have we been through that would be helpful for other people yes. to hear? They're mm-hmm. not alone in. Yep. And it, it, it's a lot bigger of a picture when you really sit down to look at it. And, you know, we, something, I think um, this is going to sound so weird, but something we, we as creators don't often do is share analytics and share like stats and stuff. Yes. Which there's a lot of reasons for that, but, but we pay attention to that stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, multiple times a week we're making sure, you know, we were able to see where you live and like, mm-hmm. not where you live. Wow, that was creepy. <laughs> we're like, we're watching knock, you. Knock. <laughs> no, but but we see what country you're from. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have people from Panama. We mm-hmm. have people from Asia. We mm-hmm. have people from South Africa listening. And it's like, that's the sort of thing that, yes, you are just listening. But you are also a part of a community now that mm-hmm. is, oh my God, international? <laughs> what? What? Okay, crazy. That's like gave me a little bit of a chill there. Um, but it, it really is incredible for us. And it, and it helps, like you said, it helps um, show us that it's resonating. Yes. And so, yes, you are just listening. Mm-hmm. But you are, you are really a part of something bigger that we're really working to build. Yeah. And so I agree. Thank you. And um, 
Hope you're excited for season two because yes. we're very excited. So excited. We're working on really showing up for next season. And, um, you know, there, I think we have some really big plans and I'm, I'm so excited for a break, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very, very excited to see where this goes in season two, because there's also a lot we don't know yes. will happen in, in season two. Yes. Um, you know, we're obviously going to have more guests. We're going to have, um, a lot of topics from listeners. We're really working on um, building on hearing from you all and, and right. finding new ways to to make it easy for you to write in. And um, yeah, I, I think there's some really incredible shit that's going to happen. And yes. um, it won't be dead silence no. before Mm-mm. season two happens. But you know, there's a, we'll, we'll talk. We'll, we'll, we'll do some you. things. We'll, we'll touch base yeah. at some point. Um, there's a lot that's going to happen, and I'm really excited. I I cannot believe we're almost done with season one. <laughs> Literally. It's crazy. If there are ways that you're thinking, how do how do I support you between now and season two? Mm-hmm. Definitely catch up on any episodes that you think you would like that you haven't gotten a chance to listen to. There are it's a funny. lot there are a lot of episodes. Yeah. I think like I said, 17 by the end of season one, which is crazy too. Share with people that you think that would benefit from the episodes when you listen to them. Mm-hmm. Leave us a review on Apple oh, Podcasts. We love reviews. Also, let's just... Talk about it. Yeah, talk let's it. talk about the mm-hmm. Apple reviews, okay? So <laughs> as of right now, if I go on Apple Podcasts, I'm just curious if this is still an issue. Now so, watch. N- uh, knock on wood. <laughs> now They're I'm going to be gonna able up. to see them. Okay, so I'm on Apple Podcasts. I click to Breakdown to Breakthrough Podcasts. We have 28 ratings, five stars. Thank you very much yes. for you 28 yeah, let's, listeners. Let's, before we really dive into what this problem is, okay. let's just say to those 28 people yes. who have taken the time to leave an Apple review... The we cannot understate how important reviews like that are yes. because that's what helps us show up mm-hmm. for other people on Apple. I know mm-hmm. everyone who has a podcast talks about this. So you're probably tired of hearing it, but it is just that important. Yes. Like that is such a huge thing. We don't yeah. have to go into it, but it's but, like followers on any social media channel yes. or subscribers on YouTube. It just helps us to get in front of more people. Mm-hmm. Or if a random person lands on the podcast, they're able to see that other people actually yeah. enjoy it. Like it's not just a random podcast. Who are these two girls? Yeah. What, is, what, what are, are they, they doing? This yeah. Is Trauma gross. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we have 28 ratings, five stars. Okay. Five stars. Can't see any of them. Yeah. Unless all 28 people have just hit five stars. Hey, notification. Hey, work. Unless they've all hit five stars and left no comments, which is possible. It just seems not probable to me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I have never left a review with just stars and no comments, <laughs> yeah. which maybe I'm the outlier. I don't know. But regardless, someday they'll show up. Yeah. Hopefully. For now, thank you for your 28 reviews. Yes. And if you're a person that has enjoyed the podcast, even if you don't listen on Apple Podcasts, we would greatly appreciate if mm-hmm. you went to Apple Podcasts, left a review for the Breakdown to Breakthrough podcast. It would be great if you could leave some words yeah, about what you like. Test this out. Yeah, about what you like about the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, it's so weird. Okay, so review, mm-hmm. share. Listen yourself, and if you want to keep up with us between now and then, you can join our email list. I'm sure we will be dropping a couple of emails between now and yes. then. They're great emails. They are. Gabby's the one that puts those all together. 
A, they're so beautiful. <laughs> but also, it's if you are like, I don't know that I want to listen to every single episode. Mm-hmm. Signing up for the email list is a really great way to see like a really quick snippet yes. of what episodes we're working on mm-hmm. and like what just came out, what's coming up. Yep. Um, so if you're like, I want to support, but I don't have the time to watch every single or to listen to every single episode. Yep. It's a good way to just. I guess get a, a quick teaser because mm-hmm. a, a lot of times our show notes are, are a little bit longer because mm-hmm. people are taking an hour out of their day yep. to listen. Um, so yeah, the, the email list is great. You yes. should join that. You should join. I am an email nerd, mm-hmm. so I'm always hyping up the email list. Yeah. You can join or you can drop your info in the show notes. It'll yep. be like, sign up for our email list here. Just tap and it'll take you to where you can drop your email for that. Yeah. Otherwise, follow us on social. We have Instagram and Facebook. We will be sharing there. We will be Plenty, yep. rebranding and doing all kinds of fun stuff coming up. Oh, so, yeah. But first and foremost, I want to say, or we'll be already covered, but thank you again. And yes. before we ask you to do all of these things to support the podcast, we first just want to say thank you. Mm-hmm. And we're just really happy that you were here for this season. Yeah, you have watched or listened um, to a lot of craziness. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of chaos involved in our lives. Yeah. And we've shared a lot. Um, it's been very hard to open up sometimes yes. on certain topics for both of us. Yeah. You know, and to have an audience that is engaged, to have an audience that's like, I hear you, I see you. I support you. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally what more could you ask for? Nothing. Um, it, it's been really powerful. And yes, I second that. Thank you. Thank you very much. And one more thing for those of it's been hard for us to open up and record certain topics, but I'm sure also hard to listen to 100%. some of those episodes and some of those topics as well. And so for those of you that are listening to the hard to hear topics, mm-hmm. thank you for being here again. Yeah. Thank you for being open to the episodes and to some of the content that maybe is hard for you to listen to and hard for you to work through yourself. And if you're taking 1% away from our episodes and really applying it to your life, go you. Like you have done as much work as we have over the, you know, the season Mm -hmm. by listening and doing the hard work and really showing up for yourself and saying like, you know, sometimes life sucks, but I can do this. And if we were a vessel to that, I mean, obviously... You can't just listen to our episode and be like, I am healed or our podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's not our our goal or our expectation, but to be able to encourage you in a way that allows you to continue to show up in your life and find joy through whatever trauma, whatever hard times, whatever it is that you're navigating is really an honor. And once again, just pat yourself on the back if you are a listener that has been open to the topics Mm -hmm. and also taking it a step further to really apply and let yourself feel seen too. Like it's, yeah. it's cool work. I also think as we just keep where it's, I don't want it to end. I know. I know, know. I know. I'm like, eh. but I do want to shout out to the guests this season yes, as well. Yes. Um, I, those episodes, a did immensely well, but also they were so meaningful to hear from other perspectives. Mm-hmm. You know, we had Mel who was just such a leader and, um, really an incredible human being. We had, Kevin on and opening up about something that was really challenging for him. Mm -hmm. And, um, that was an episode that me personally just meant so much. I Mm -hmm. mean, honestly, that was probably my favorite episode, just Mm -hmm. getting to hear from him and, and learn about his healing process. And then we have Laura, um, who at this point in time in recording, we have not recorded with yet. Right. That is happening, um, in the future. So, 
weird time thing that's <laughs> happening here. But yep. um, Laura is a great friend of mine who is incredible. And um, I know her expertise will really be um, valued. And yeah. so thank you to those three people because this season would not be the same without them. Mm-hmm. And what a wild ride. Yes. And I'm really excited for, we have some guest episode ideas for yeah. season two that are really going to broaden the perspective. And mm-hmm. I just love having other people on because it adds variability. Yeah. It gives you different perspectives from all different walks of life. Yeah. Life. Why do they say life's from life? So it's season two is going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be really good. And season one was really good. And I am proud of us. Yeah. And I'm glad we're celebrating. And I'm just kind of sad, but also really happy. Excited for a break. Yeah. All the feels. All the feels. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This is the end. This is the end. We have reached reached the end. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you again. And until the next time we hear from you. Wait. You hear from us. Until the next time you hear from us. You look great. You're awesome. Hang in there. Hang in there. We love you. Thanks for being here. Bye. Bye. Woo! Wow. That is crazy. I cannot believe we just did that. That was the end of season. On behalf of Gabby and I, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Breakdown to Breakthrough. If you liked this episode, please be sure to give it five stars on Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to find us online, go to bd-bt.com or on Instagram at bdbtpodcast. You can sign up to join our email list in the show notes to get updates about each new episode that goes live. Thanks again.